The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. And it's time for a Tuesday edition of Mix Shots inside the SWBC podcast studio here podcast at Ford Center. Podcast studio. Podcast studio. At the Star in Frisco, Bill Jones, Mickey Spagnola, and future Ring of Honor and Hall of Famer Everson Walls. <laughs> Thank with you, you, Bill. We're going to put that in the universe like what I said. We're going to have to start printing out shirts, right? <laughs> That's right. Get a and, campaign going. Yeah. <laughs> Team Walls. Team Walls. Uh-huh. Yep. It's worked for others. It Might has. as well start it's, it here. It has. <laughs> That's right. That's, uh, thanks to Trayvon. Trayvon mm-hmm. has got That's us right. on the radar here. All right. So there's uh, much to talk about as the Cowboys turn their attention towards the New England Patriots and elsewhere around the National Football League. And Everson, we walked in the door about the same time, which yep. was about one minute ago. Well, <laughs> <laughs> really glad to see that, too, by the way. And, and uh, First of all, the professionalism in here is at an all-time low. He's watching the game. Oh, is that Spags, what he's doing? Yeah, Spags watching the game, That's man. Right. Come on. No, I was I'm gonna, dropping dimes. I'm snitching, damn it. I was, <laughs> was going to compliment him on his professionalism nope. because nope. I walk in the door with you a minute ago, and he's got all this stuff <laughs> laid, out. laid out here. And I Ready thought, to man, go. Now, what Mickey. he did, he's pushed it out of the way to, the, to his right so he can put the computer to his left. That's what he did. <laughs> I, right. I am multitasking. That's why he was here early because what kind of time did the game start? Uh, <laughs> when he got 10, here? 107. Okay, yeah, he was sitting so, right yeah. here. So he's been here for twenty five. <laughs> no, days. the guy, exactly. the guys were in here. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. There is that's a right. show before. That's true. You know, we oh, forget about that. We that's right. That. I came down between half innings. Okay. <laughs> How's the game going right now? Uh, zero zero. Okay. So we're, we're, it's going well. We're, we're changing it up next week, huh? Is it next week we're changing it up? Uh, uh, just on bi- Monday. The bye just week. On Monday. No, yeah. and then we're. Oh yeah, we're, it's because it's a bye week. We're doing the mashup on yeah. Tuesday and Wednesday. That's what I mean. Okay. The change. We're up, changing yeah. up the show. Mm-hmm. Right, and then, but on Monday we're on early. Still on travel commitments for other shows mm-hmm. right so monday we are on at 9 30 a.m and then at 12 30 i'll be it taking nine a nap o'clock. nine, nine o'clock. o'clock at 9 30 9 a.m on monday that's my nap day and then tuesday and wednesday <laughs> everson got recruited to the players lounge all right with good. nate all right very good <laughs> and uh so make sure you get a word in edgewise <laughs> Right. I'll be laughing the whole time. Sorry. <laughs> Newton. I know I'll be cracking up the entire time. <laughs> but first things first. Yes. This is Patriots Week. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. First things first. What's on your mind with all your stuff laid out in front of you? What would you like to start with today, Mickey? Well, I think that it came up in uh, Kellen Moore's uh press conference mm-hmm. yesterday about his thoughts about facing facing uh, Bill Belichick. There you go. And, you know, we know Belichick can come up with some uh, inventive defensive uh, formations and game plans when he takes on a big offense. Mm-hmm. Do you know anyone who's ever played for Bill Belichick? I do. <laughs> yeah. You think we can find some <laughs> insight to find... what he might be doing? Hey, Chris, go offense? find somebody. <laughs> 
and 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 Kellen Moore was really good about how he handled it. He basically he said, "Yeah, this is a great opportunity, you know, and uh, you know, every week is a good opportunity against mm-hmm. different uh, offensive coordinators." And I go, "Yeah, but this is Belichick." He yeah. goes, "I understand it. He's the best coach in NFL history, so uh, we'll have to be really good in preparing for this game." You know what's what's interesting about this week, and I don't, I think it doesn't matter what the Patriots' record is. No. They're, they're sitting there at two and three. Right. You know, there's certain weeks where you go, oh, this could be a trap game. I mean, that doesn't even enter the consciousness of a person this week when you're going up against the Patriots. Right. And what trap game and is not what you call it. Exactly. Trap, means, trap game means you're not prepared. Right, exactly. Yeah. And and so uh, the Patriots could be 0-5 right now, and but you circle this game on the calendar because of the – Don't let it lull on. you to sleep. That's right. a trap game. When right. you're lulled to sleep by their uh, – uh, what is the benign look, right? And all but, of a sudden, but I, but I think even for the coaches, the the players coming into it, you know, oh, it's yeah. like it's like okay, you don't have to get their attention, right? That you're you're playing they the Patriots, really and they week. know where they're going. Right. And we thought the big test for this offense was going to be Carolina, right? Well, not so much, right? This is the litmus test right, right now. You go on the road uh, against a team that's two and three. Uh, Belichick coaching, can you go up there and win for the first time um, since 1987? <clears throat> Excuse me. And and deal with whatever the elements are, whatever the environment is, the weather, whatever. Can you just go up there and get this win mm-hmm. going into the bye, mm-hmm. right? Don't get ahead of yourself. Like, start looking at that bye like it's vacation time, right? Uh, and I think this this is the litmus test of an offense that is now uh, – I forgot to look it up. Well, you're looking that up. You have to go further back, no further back than two weeks ago mm-hmm. to understand how difficult it is to go in there and get a win. Right. When, now, obviously, the Patriots had circled Tampa Bay coming to town. I mean, everybody had. But when when Tom Brady and the Buccaneers playing at the level that they're playing at, even if they don't have Gronk, uh, are going in there and winning by two points, right. you know, can barely get out of there with barely a win. Barely got out of there. And yeah. so you're going up there with the number one offense, meaning most yards per game, mm-hmm. number two rushing offense, uh, and then the only team that's rushing for more yards than you is Cleveland. Not Tennessee? Uh, no. Because they got the double barrel backs. Tennessee is third <laughs> now. Okay. Yes. So again, uh, and you are second in Average points per game and only point two. There are only two points, uh, two points behind Buffalo. Gotcha. Buffalo is one seventy two. The Cowboys have scored one seventy. So this is an offense that has been rolling. Now, can it go on the road and roll against Belichick in New England? And I think that's what we're going to hear all week all long. Week. And when you look at what two years ago, when we went into New England. And uh, the weather was horrible, right? Mm-hmm. No, nobody had as a great bad game. as could be. Yeah, I think it was, penguins wouldn't have liked it. <laughs> it was both Dak and and Brady's worst games probably uh, in their careers. Yeah, because uh, Dak out. You think about Dak it. Dak threw for more yards than than Brady, and they were both really not impressive no. at all. Especially One when you were going up against a defense like the Patriots. And so, looking at this game, you've got uh, not just 
Keller Moore having to deal with it. You, we've noticed and we spoke of how Dak Prescott's able to come up to the line, and, and now he's that quarterback. He's that guy that, that we look at now. He's that Aaron Rodgers. He's that, that Brady. He knows his offense back and forth. There's not many things you can do to, 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 to uh, fool him, uh, catch him off guard. Uh, pressure is still pressure. You're still all of them are still human. They're still gonna sometimes make some mistakes. But this will be a time to see if Dak Prescott and the Cowboys can improve from two years ago. And that was a 13 to nine game two years ago. That and the it Patriots was it was won. an it was an ugly game. We failed in almost every effort offensively, and and we weren't rolling as high as we are right now. Okay, when the beginning of last year is when Dak and the Cowboys offense was really shown that they can just really run up numbers and scores, even at the behest of their their own problems that they were having and their own uh, mistakes. But when you look at the opportunity to show, okay, this is the improvement we made from two years ago. Okay, Dak can show his his uh, maturity. Keller Moore can say, okay, I'm stepping out of the shadows now. I can handle anybody. I can handle the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now I can handle the New England Patriots. It's a great opportunity just on a personal level for these guys to, to make, make some moves. I mean, there was like I said, there was only one touchdown left, I mean, scored in that game, and it was uh, it ended up being set up by Matthew Slater, the, one of the best uh, – Special teams player in the league, he blocked a punt, right? They get the ball at the 20, I believe it was, and he ended up throwing a 12-yard touchdown pass. That was the only touchdown. Cowboys had more yards, uh, total yards, more yards passing, um, but they could not score a touchdown. Could the red zone, just like yes. the red zone was a major problem two years ago. It was even a major problem last year. Yeah. So, so, so again um, – would you like to review how the Cowboys have fared against Bill Belichick's Patriots over the last 20 years? Well, I probably can do it off the top of my head. Okay, let's Since see. Belichick got to the Patriots in 90... 2000. 2000. Mm-hmm. Well, they haven't beat them since. They, uh, they played them in 2003 at New England, a 12 nothing loss. So that was Parcells versus Belichick. Well, unfortunately, it was Parcells with Quincy Carter versus Belichick. <laughs> it was a playoff team. The Cowboys had a yes, playoff team. Yes, I know, yeah. and, which, was, which will go down as the greatest coaching job in the history of the Dallas Cowboys that season, that he thank got God that for, team in the playoffs. Thank God for Marion Barber. With Quincy Carter. Thank God for Marion Barber. <laughs> And uh, and Barber was after that. No, it was it was yeah, it was yeah. uh, Hambrick, wasn't it? Hambrick was yeah. it Hambrick? Oh yeah, I thought Barber was oh, on yeah. that squad. No, no, no. no Barber was Barber a couple years too. later, oh, several wow. years later. Cup oh five. Anyway, okay. So and, and then oh seven was in Dallas, and it was a forty eight twenty seven a New England win. That's I remember. That's the first time I saw Brady in person. What year was that? Oh seven. Oh seven. So that At was Texas only Stadium. one of one of three losses that year. You get his autograph. That's right. So there you, you go. get his autograph. No, I, what I remember. <laughs> what I remember. Take a picture. <laughs> what I remember about Brady in that game is, I'm thinking, seeing him on the sidelines and thinking, this guy never sweats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He always looks like he's ready to do a commercial. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, the moose that his wife gives him. Yeah. <laughs> 2011. So four years later, playing at New England, it was a 20 to 16 New England win. 
2015 at AT&T Stadium, 30-6 New England. Of course, that was a year where the Cowboys lost the starting quarterback in yeah. 2015. And benched the backup for mm-hmm. a guy to come off the bench castle that should have oh, never was, done. That was horrible. Now, New England had Castle at one point, and they did okay. Yeah, well, he didn't do okay. <laughs> but they sure didn't, did. they didn't, I say okay, they didn't make the playoffs, <laughs> yeah. but they did go 10-6. and six. And then uh, most recently was 2019. The one thing, you know, one of the things that I like about the 17-game schedule mm-hmm. is now it, it just so happens that it, it, the Cowboys got matched up against the Patriots. Otherwise, it would be two more years. You know, the rotation normally when you're playing a team from the other conference yeah. is you only play them every fourth year. Right. Well, now we're playing the Patriots. This moves up the, this moves up the calculations. Yeah, just I mean, it just so happened that because of where they finished in the standings, mm-hmm. uh, the 17th game happens to be the Cowboys and the Patriots. And, but, and so, when we say it's been since 1987, since the Cowboys have won at New England, which was an overtime game, 23-17. to 17, Belichick well, that, wasn't the coach. Yet. Well, he wasn't, but also the Cowboys haven't played the Patriots it's that often. No, I, I understand that. Uh, course of that time. But look what happened from the beginning, though, when they started playing them in 1971. The Cowboys won every year. They won from like 70, seven, seven straight, was it? Six? Seven in a row from 71 through 96, over a 25-year period, seven straight. And then and they, they lost. And they've lost one, two, three, six, six in a row since right, then. right. So kind of a weird this, series. This huh? series goes in streaks. It, it, it gave me my two interceptions on Monday Night Football. I love New England. I had a great time there. Every time I go. <laughs> so is that the '81 game? Oh yeah, that rookie year. Mm-hmm. How many interceptions did you have that year? Eleven. I, I think, I think yeah, it was yeah. eleven. I think thirteen. Yeah. Something. Thirteen. Thirteen, yeah. and yeah. including so the postseason. So you you forgot, right? <laughs> if seven gets eleven, we're going to heaven. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Super Bowl heaven. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that's I'm my sorry. that's my that's my slogan, by the way. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. I gave you credit for it Thank the other you, day sir. on the radio. Thank seven you, gets a see. I, I like the Parsons aspect of it. Of eleven, seven and eleven. Yeah, seven come seven come eleven. Okay, and then well, since I thought of it, we're yeah. gonna stick with what I said. <laughs> we can amend it if you need to, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, he will. He will, Spags. Yes, Trust me, right. he will. It, it, it's like, look what I came up with. <laughs> it is an exciting week, though. It no, is. it is. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's special. You know what? The other part of it, you know what? who the Stars are playing? we got a National Hockey League uh, team here in town. You know who the Stars are playing on Saturday night? The Bruins? They're playing the Bruins. You know where they're playing? In are, Boston. Are they really? Yes. Huh. You know, the Red Sox just... Qualified for the ALCS? Yes, they did. They're already playing, aren't they? Well, they, no, they won. They won their division series, and yeah. now they're awaiting the winner oh, okay. of this Astros That's White right. Sox they series. And so they're going to be playing in the ALCS. They they would be hosting at Fenway on Monday. So on Saturday night, <laughs> oh, White Sox happening. did something just something's now. happening. <laughs> home run. Oh, home by who? Frank Thomas by the good guys. <laughs> <laughs> 
Gavin Sheets. You know a lot about Gavin Sheets? Gavin Sheets. Yes. Not related to Gavin Lux, who almost hit a home run for the Dodgers Boy, last night. Boy, I thought that it, was gone. He did, too. Yes, he did. And he was astounded that it got caught on the morning Giants track. Won, the won wind. Yeah. The, the wind. The wind got it. I know. <laughs> There's no wind. At, there was. Okay. Yes. It's still oh, yes, wind there out there. They don't, they still don't wind know, out they don't know wind until they well, come to Texas. Those flags were standing did you see the, You didn't see the game at the Cotton Bowl the other day. We had an 85-yard punt and a 78-yard punt. <laughs> I saw I saw the 85-yard the, the one. <laughs> Well, okay. you have to talk to them about the wind and the fires out there, so we don't true. have to deal that's with it. Yeah. That's true. That's mm. good karma right there because okay. the ball hit the top of the wall and went over. That's luck. That's good karma. That's luck. <laughs> As opposed to bouncing off the wall and then off a player for a ground rule double. And, you, you know, when you look and at the, the center field there right now is laying on his back. <laughs> What's going on? I think he hit the wall pretty hard. Oh, no. Oh, like Lorenzo Cain, right? Was yeah. that Cain the other night? Yeah. He hasn't moved yet. Oh. Well. Are you happy about that? <laughs> no, I'm not happy. I'm just saying. <laughs> center fielder's he he laying on his he back. He can't wipe the smirk off oh, his yeah. face. <laughs> Astro center fielder? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not Cesar Cedeno. No. Um, <laughs> all right. We continue. How far back do you want yeah, to go? really, man. These kids don't know what you're talking Jimmy about. Jimmy Wynn, the toy cannon <laughs> in right field. All right. We continue with more mix shots in just a moment. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Back, back to mixed shots. Download the official app of the Dallas Cowboys to get access to in-market game broadcasts, mobile tickets, daily podcasts, live pregame and post-game shows, game updates, and more. Boy, how much more can you get than mm-hmm. that? Download the app or Google Play Stores. 
You're doing pretty good there, Spags. Yeah, except it's download <laughs> in the app or Google Play Store. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. We figured it out. Okay. Oh, you're going to say something else? Yeah. What is what is what is the app? Chris, we got a rant. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see the copy. We got a rant. We got a rant about the copy. This is Download the official app of the Dallas Cowboys to get access to in-market game broadcasts, mobile tickets, daily podcasts like mix shots, live pre-game and post-game shows, game updates, and more. Download in the app or Google Play stores. So where the app store? There is an app store. Uh, do you have a? Uh, no, he does not have a uh, Apple phone. He you don't have an a... Apple phone. You don't have yes. an Apple phone. That's no. right. It comes oh my back. God, the te- dude, that's why the text messages are green when they come back from Mickey. What, so you're not supposed to read them. You got to be alerted that they're not coming from an <laughs> Apple product. <laughs> a, you know, you can tell he's got an Android device because the bubbles are green instead of blue. Well, what does that mean? Download app, in the there's app. A, there's an it's app, app store. store. It's it's like it doesn't the, say app it, store. No, it says app Mickey. It says Google download store. in the app or Google Play stores. So on an Apple device, you have an app store. Well, then why and didn't they say a, download oh in the gosh. app store or Google Play? I'm videoing Hold all on of a this. <laughs> I'm videoing this every I'm single word of this. <laughs> I need to rewrite the copy. I can tell. <laughs> you need to re- reread it. Download in the app or Google Play Store. So the app Play Store or the Google Play Store? <laughs> oh, there's not it. an app Play Store. There's day. not an app Play. It's an app store. There's a Google Play Store. Well, then why didn't it say App Store and Google Play Store? Oh, write down App Store. I will okay. next time. <laughs> Oh my God! What are we doing? This is the two bills, Chris. This is just like the Belichick and Parcells document. This is the two bills right here. I got it all on video. I think Miles Austin said it best when he went like this. Uh. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So to get this thing back on track, please. If if you're Bill Belichick, yes. What are you doing to stop the Cowboys? Give me some sort of defensive plan. I can tell you. Okay. Well, you could talk to Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> Very good, Chris. Chris is on his game. Damn, boy, that was all right. <laughs> I felt like I was back in 1990 all over again. Wow. Good stuff. Now, what Belichick does when he tries to get ready for especially uh, someone that he's aware of or someone that has a lot of respect for, which would be uh, the, the Cowboys offense, Kellen Moore and, and Dak Prescott, He's going to assign every position player to work on what affects him the most. Okay, he's going to give them a a a, 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 a task. Okay, you look at uh, the movement. All you do is look at the movement and what comes from all the movement that we have. Find a pattern to what's going on. You look at the pass patterns themselves. Maybe the running the running game itself. See what kind of blocking schemes that they use versus what we do. Not versus what everyone else do, but what we do. Sometimes he'll have you look at the different uh, schemes against different teams, and he might change his scheme. So mm-hmm. you're talking to us as if we're as if you're coaches. players. I'm Belichick. Uh, as if we're a players. Player. 
players. Oh. Yes. And that's why it was good for me. I came from Landry's system. I mean, we had computer paper, so I was used to studying in that manner. But Belichick had everyone looking at film. And of course, nowadays it's a whole lot easier. They can just take their iPads and they could assign a certain uh, uh, task such as first and ten. And they've got a Second scouting department long. that have those plays all exactly. lined up for them. And all you have to do is look at the patterns themselves, and you have to present that as you come when you come back to practice, usually on the, the, that Wednesday. Uh-huh. You have to present that to the entire class. Well. So the, that's how he did it with the Giants. And now, now so he's if a head coach. He, if he gave you that assignment, then what, what, are, what are you looking at? I'm looking at the wide receivers. That's okay. all I would be looking at. As a cornerback, I'm looking at the wide receivers. Now, if he asked me to look at it as a safety, I have a, then I'd be looking at more passing downs like second and long because that's when I was back in the back. I'd be looking at second and long and third downs. But if I'm at the cornerback position, all I'm looking at is what my wide receivers' patterns look like, what their splits would look like, what kind of runs, what kind of patterns they run when their split is tight versus when it's wide, combos, rub routes. you got to look at all of that stuff. So you can tell, you can almost predict some of the routes by the splits? You can detect a pattern. The pattern. That's all you're looking for is just to detect a pattern. Because here's the thing about Belichick. And any good coach to me, you want to take away what we do best. That's just it. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Before you you give away cowboy secrets, all right, just keep this in mind. Okay, when when Bill Belichick puts his team together – He's not only looking at their athletic ability. One of the reasons Bill Belichick says, ever we went up to Gil Brandt at the Hall of Fame ceremony and said, Everson Walls belongs in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. It's because when he coached Everson Walls, he saw how smart Everson Walls is. Okay, That's what he told me. So, Mickey, when he sees that Everson Walls is a regular on mix shots this week <laughs> – what what is Bill Belichick going to do to prepare? For He's the writing down notes. Exactly. He is listening. He's to listening mix shots. right now. He is yeah. listening right now. Okay. The hey. Patriots are not practicing today. This is his day to get caught up on Cowboys podcast. He's got his son. And He's, He's going you know, to look. He looks at the menu of Cowboys podcast and he sees Everson Walls is on this show called Mick Shots. Mm-hmm. He said, "I don't know who the hell this Mick is, but I do know who Everson Walls is, and I'm going to." And he's spilling the beans. Now, Mickey, you just set up Everson to tell Bill Belichick how he needs to defend the Cowboys. Okay, Bill. 888-855-2297. Oh, man, boy, if he calls in, man, that'd be the best, bro. That'd be the best. So... As you answer this question from Mickey, keep in mind that Belichick's listening. Hey, man, it doesn't matter if he's listening or not. Because here's the thing. Like any coach, and Belichick has showed me this, he wants to make you just do something different. Okay? And if you do something different, then you're just not as comfortable. That doesn't mean that you can't adapt. We have a squad here that can adapt to almost anything, especially offensively. So that's why I'm not really worried about it. But when it comes down to it, he thinks that he's got an upper hand on you if he shuts down what you're strong at. That's why he wants to see the patterns. Because if he can, if he can attack those patterns of, 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 uh, of plays, then that's when he's going to uh, provide and you know, the counterattack. And that was one of the things that Kellen Moore pointed out yesterday about coming up with game plans. And then he goes, and then 
Great game plan, right? But you better be ready to adjust. That's right. You got to have a plan B and C. And yeah. and, and even Dan Quinn, and, and I wish I, I didn't write it down, but he said this to effect. He said he was talking to uh, like a former uh, upper-level military guy, and the guy, the guy basically said uh, something to the effect, the greatest plan of attack – changes at first contact. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> so in other words, it's like uh, Mike Tyson said, you can have a good, yeah, great game exactly. plan, but when I hit you in the mouth, yeah. all that goes out the <laughs> right. window. So Things exactly change, right. right? That's exactly right. <laughs> so that's just so we're on the way same page <laughs> with all three of yes, these. Yes, we are. <laughs> and, and that's the beauty of the team that uh, Belichick puts together year in and year out, what the Patriots do year in and year out. It's their acquisition of players where they have hybrid players, and he can adjust his defense week to week. Some some weeks he's primarily in a 4-3. Other weeks he's a 3-4. It's a hybrid. And so you really – and so he can adjust, and he's got smart players who can um, carry out the game plan from week to week. Here, here's what I saw. And I see it to this day, especially defensively. He's going to have some studs, just some straight-up studs. This is going to be that you always had your LTs, you always had your Pepper Johnsons, you always had your Linda Marshalls. Now you had your Gilmores, you had your linebacker, the Dante Hightower, all those guys. That that, but you all he always saw like a Rodney Harrison. Mm -hmm. You know that he's not that athletic. You know, just I just need him to be where he needs to be, and I know he's going. I can count on him. To be where he's supposed to be, you know, Everson Walls, you know, he's got a knack for for this and that. Not that athletic, but I can put him in a particular spot to where he can do what he does best. And so he's always got the studs, along with those Devin McCourty, who is it was a first round draft pick, who's now in his twelfth year in the league. He's and and uh, what about the running back guy. from here? Uh, uh, Burkhead was Burkhead. who's now in Houston. Yes, yeah, yes. Right. So these are the kind of players that he just loves to have. That where he I don't feel like explaining myself over and over again. Mm-hmm. This guy's going to get it the first time. Those are the ones that he brings in. He brings in as many of those as possible to support to support those great athletes that might not have the experience that they need. Here's it. A great example. And now, Cal Van Oy is a good athlete, but here's an, here's a great example of how he prepares for the draft. And even though he doesn't draft a player, when that player becomes available, he pounces on them, especially with more experience. And and and, yes. and, and like with Kyle Van Oy. He was drafted by the Lions in 2014, and I don't remember the circumstances, but just a couple of years later, he gets released by the Lions. Well, the Patriots snapped him up in a heartbeat, and he became a central figure on a couple of Super Bowl teams for them. He goes away last year because the Patriots lost Brady last year, and they had several players who opted out, and so they did not have the same type team last year. And of course, they went seven and nine last year, and Van Noy went away to Miami. Well, they decided the Patriots decided to go ahead and put a team together this year, and and so they reacquired Kyle Van Noy, and he's back on this team. Now this year, uh, and and it's a comfort zone for the coach mm-hmm. that the players know. What's yes. right. You know what? Yes. And Quinn had another good line. I don't think I've heard before. So he says you you end up practicing all week. You come up with this plan. You come up with different uh, plays that you want to run defensively, right? And he goes and you get to Saturday, and we're going through the different play calls, 
and he says one player says, uh, "Coach, can we redo that?" And he goes, "No, never mind. It's out." Because if it, we're on Saturday and we got to replay <laughs> right. that call, <laughs> somebody doesn't understand what's going on. So I'm not so using everybody it. has to be on the yes. same page. Yeah. yeah, I thought that that's that was cool. I, I, I thought that was really enlightening. <laughs> yeah, and and I think that's the, also one of the reasons the Patriots miss on a lot of draft picks too, because you have to. Uh, it, it's a mental thing as much as a physical thing is. And if if they get players in there and then they discover after they've been through an offseason with them that they're not getting it, well, they'll just go ahead and cut their losses and move on to somebody else, a veteran yeah. player, and pick up. Uh, and, and, you know, that's why they let Chandler Jones walk. You, know, you look at, at, at Chandler Jones, great player, right. but he was going to cost way too much money. And so for everything that Arizona paid Chandler Jones as a free agent – you know, each year over a five-year period, the Patriots are acquiring five different free agents for the same amount of money they would have been paying paying one player. And, and that's you know, the other, with his management hat on there. Uh-huh, it has nothing right. to do with that's coaching. Right. And that's think right. about the other guy, and it was kind of controversial when they let Jimmy Jamie Collins go. Mm-hmm. Now he's bounced to team to team to team. Now he's back. And he's back, right? <laughs> for less right. money. Yeah. For, the, for like the third time. <laughs> for probably back. what they were going to yes, pay him, in right? The first place. Yeah. And what he Well, do? he went around and got some signing bonuses. But, so but he didn't, cool. but no one wanted to keep him yeah. after that. It was almost like Belichick knew something, you know? So, Here's what you're so, worth, and I'm not so paying what'd he it. So, what do he do Sunday against Houston? His first game back with the Patriots, Jamie Collins. I didn't see. He got a sack. Did you, he? You know how many defensive plays he was in on? How many? Three. Wow. He was in on three. One last game. Got a three, Cox. Three, three snaps, and he got a sack. <laughs> and well, that's why he brought him back. Uh-huh. For, that, that's for right. that sack. That's that right. sack. And they, they won the they game. They won the game, 25-22. <laughs> they made it simple for that's him. Right. There's the quarterback. Just go get, go get him. Go get him. Don't, right. don't worry about anything. So, I mean, the, so pay, the, the pay, bottom line, by the way, is they do have the fifth-ranked defense. Uh-huh. Uh, they're fifth overall, fifth against the pass, and 15th against the run. And that's with a rookie quarterback. Yeah. You know how tough it is to play defense after all the interceptions that your rookie quarterback is throwing. Because offensively, they're only ranked 26th. Then you know what they are in third down efficiency, or I'm sorry, red zone efficiency. I could look it up, but if yeah, you know it, that would be good. 31st in the league in the red zone. That's very unbelichick. With, with a right rookie there. quarterback, yeah. that's explains. And that's been one of the Cowboys' defensive problems, by the way, mm-hmm. the red zone. They haven't stopped people quite enough, although they did stop on the goal Early line, on. Right? right? Which turned that game around. And they thought that when they acquired these two tight ends in the offseason, Hunter Henry and Jonu Smith, that that might help them in the red zone. And it's still early yet, we shall see. But and when we, you've got a rookie quarterback, it's, it's tough. And we po- uh, pointed this out, I believe, yesterday when everybody's like, oh, they're trying to get Jabril Cox in the game more, right? And I think, I don't know if it was me or one of us said, well, yeah, he was probably second team goal line and he got moved up to first yeah, team because that's right. that's somebody was said. missing, right? Yeah. Well, Quinn said, they asked him, so were you trying to get him more involved? And he goes, well, he was on the second team goal line and because of uh, people that were missing, he got moved up to first team. <laughs> mm-hmm. He was very politically careful there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so, like so he said. basically yeah. took Jalen Smith's place. place. Yeah. All right. How about when we come back here on Mix Shots, we talk about that linebacker rotation Thank a little you. bit because those those it. snaps uh, in the game are rather interesting. Following what ha- the news of the last week, in fact, one week ago today, when the Cowboys released Jalen Smith. Back with more Mix Shots in a moment.
At Smoothie King, we are blending goodness to fuel your greatness. Every blend is crafted to help you achieve your health and fitness goals. Smoothie King uses only whole fruits and organic veggies. You'll never find sugary syrups or artificial flavors, colors, or preservatives. And unlike some other smoothie places, there are zero grams of added sugar in many of our blends. Smoothie King is proud to be the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Place your order in the app or online for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with United Ag and Turf. Before you can park yourself in front of the game, park yourself in a John Deere and power through your chores. Our Land Run package is a 1025R, 25-horsepower tractor with a loader, rotary cutter, and a box blade for $229 a month. And the price you see is the price you'll pay. No surprises. So don't miss another kickoff. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Offer ends February 1st, 2021. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Now let's get to work. Back, back, back to Mick Shots. Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders making the team is back for another exciting season. Don't miss new episodes every Friday at 9, 8 Central, only on CMT. Dang, you had close. I know. And I was so proud I got the 8, 9 Central right, you know. So when is that again? 8, 9 Central. (laughs) On what day? Friday. Friday. Okay. You you set your DVR? <laughs> well, I might. <laughs> yeah. Now that, now that I know when it is. Okay. Okay. Eight o'clock Central Time on Friday on CMT. T. Okay. CMT. All right. All right. Uh, talking linebackers. Yes. So, uh, what do you find interesting about uh, the uh, snap counts? From the linebackers. Micah Parsons had 63 snaps on defense. Out of 68. Out of 68. Keanu Neal had 34. Leighton Vander Esch had 31. Mm-hmm. Jabril Cox had four. Right. Now, J. Ron Curse, your safety who will play down in the box and in, in nickel situations, once again, J. Ron Curse leading the way with 68 snaps on defense. 100%. Mm-hmm. Never came off the field defensively. So, what they. How many tackles? Uh, seven. Seven. Yeah, nice. So what they're doing with Curse is they're playing them almost like playing Neil a little bit. Mm-hmm. So Neil uh, and Parsons are on the nickel. When they were going base, it was Micah, Vander Esch, and Curse. But Curse was lining up kind of on the line of scrimmage mm-hmm. a lot in the slot or on the tight end. Right. So instead of a pure strong side linebacker, they were using 
basically what they call their big nickel. And then a lot of times when it was definite passing situation, there was only one linebacker on the field. But on a depth chart, they would probably list him as the Sam linebacker, even though Curse, yeah, yeah, in that base defense. But they yeah. probably just listed as an extra safety on right. the field. So was Parsons right. considered the one linebacker? Yes, he was in the middle on on the dime. On the dime, yeah. So sometimes dime they would take out a defensive lineman sometimes, right. but this time they're taking out both linebackers. So the the way you divvy up those linebacker snaps amongst Neal and Layton, Layton in the base got 31, I mean, essentially, 31 right. snaps, and Keanu in the nickel with the 34 snaps. Right. And Parsons on the field virtually the whole time. And then depending on what they decide to do on goal line, and they right. had a couple goal line situations. Right. But that's how so, Cox got on the field. So – Think about it then. How many snaps was – if Jalen was still on the team, how many snaps was Jalen going to get in that game? I mean, and where, where are the snaps coming from, in Well, they, they, they might have had him out there um, on the goal line. Mm-hmm. So there's your four Jabril there's Cox four snaps. There. Yeah, I was going to say. And, and, and maybe some, maybe some on, on – on, on, Big nickel could have could have would, would have been spelling somebody, right. but as it was, Neil and Vanderesh were only getting thirty one and thirty four snaps right. themselves. Well, and, and, so, and see, here was the curious question yesterday to Quinn's when somebody asked, "Well, uh, Micah Parsons only rushed this many times." Well, I wonder who was ever counting that up, and I don't trust that all the time, mm-hmm. right? Because he was rushing. As a middle linebacker, mm-hmm. they had him and Randy Gregory standing on the line of scrimmage in some of those pass rush situations. And so they didn't know if he was dropping or rushing. And a couple times, he went up the middle on a delayed rush. And they and they and what they did is they allowed the defensive lineman, whoever was on that outside, to cave in. And then he was following around to see if they missed an assignment. I think he was reading the uh, the back itself. I think when the mm-hmm. when the running back blocks, then he's like, then okay, he's going. Then I'm going. Yeah, All right. Right. you just have to pay attention to unless he he sees he makes sure he doesn't chip. Yeah, and then he takes off and, yeah. and so, fills the gap. So yeah. what they what, were trying to do is create free lanes for him. And what the offense is doing dictates what he's doing on a play. It's not like right. that, that. Okay, we're we're you're blitzing for sure on this right. play. Exactly. It, it, it matters what the offense is doing, and he makes adjustments. Right. And and Quinn was very complimentary of him, uh, having studied and learning the different things they're asking him to do as a rookie. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, so, you saw during the game. Uh, who was that made the comment saying that? You know, it's putting too much mentally on his case, and he's like, "Don't worry about me, I'll be okay." Oh, it was the Twitter war you brought up yesterday. Yeah, oh, yeah. who was it Acho. with? Yeah, Acho. yeah. So, so when you looked at it, I told you guys because now I finally found my paper for my pick to click. I had left in the car <laughs> yesterday, so I'm like, "Where's my pick to click?" So I always had Parsons versus Barkley. Remember? Uh-huh. That's what I yes, had. That's right. So sure enough, when he hurt himself, first of all, they started off. I think he made the first tackle of the game on Barkley. And then they split him out. They split Barkley out wide, and they tried to isolate him on a one-on-one situation. Remember, we talked about Uh that before the game. And so that was a good thing. Parsons, of course, uh, 
didn't cover him that well, but that's when Barkley went down because mm-hmm. he stepped on Jordan Lewis's uh, uh, foot. But no, Parsons was was just like us. That was my pick to click too. By the way, was Parsons. That's so right. Just coming up with this, and I also have Diggs with question marks down here. So once again, I'm going back over my pick to clicks. I'm trying to salvage some t- my reputation. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, Parsons had a great game, and our linebackers themselves. When you look at it, they are our. When the pressure gets up on the offense. When, when, when offensively we've scored and we put the opposing offense in a particular situation where they have to come back and score quickly because they know they can't keep up, it's like uh, Quinn has a, a clock in his head. And he's like, okay, this is the time to dial it up. And that's when he starts putting our host of hybrid linebackers in any package that he can think of. And that's when you start seeing Parsons lined up all over the place. You see Randy Gregory. I still see as a linebacker. You still you have Randy Gregory making his moves on the outside, and they were running so many stunts and fake stunts, the offensive line just couldn't keep up. For so the to, to echo what you just said, that first possession, Barkley uh, up the middle, Parsons Odigizua mm-hmm. with the tackle. Second play uh, was in uh, Jones scrambled. The tackle was made by Curse. He's already on the field, right? Uh, next play, uh, Barkley, left guard, Vander Esch makes the tackle. Who had a good game, by the way. Yes. Then there was an incomplete pass. They went deep to John Ross. Uh, and then on third down, he threw incomplete to Tony. And the guy covering him at that time, Micah Parsons. Mm. Now, next possession, three and out. Slot. Barkley, incomplete. Uh, on a quick slant, that was the, the that injury. was when he got hurt, right? Mm-hmm. And then and Parsons Booker was guarding him. He had to line up outside like a cornerback. Booker up the middle for one yard. It was Hooker, and then on third down, incomplete to Galladay, Diggs, and Parsons on the play. Mm-hmm. So they had to adjust to what the Cowboys were That's doing, right? Because right? of what how he was playing his linebackers mm-hmm. and Curse, who is one kind of, of the times, wild card. One of these times, we're going to have an offensive coordinator like Kellen Moore, that we're going to have to deal with. I think that's going to be kind of weird. I don't know if there's anybody out there. You guys know OCs better than I would. But when you look at what Kellen Moore did in the game, he came out in the first quarter with five wide receivers. Yeah. Mm. Five wide receivers and handed off to C.D. Lamb. So if you're, if you're the Patriots, how do you prepare for that? I saw him again. He came up with McGovern was at tight end. And yeah. that's when uh, – Yeah, McGovern uh, I mean, but was it Jarwin or was it uh, – Schultz, that it was they 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 shifted wrong and it was in legal formation. Right, uh, McGovern ended up with nine offensive snaps. Okay, he put him in at tight end, and 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 it, it was it was he was a, like he was the, on the field a lot. He was early. like the second tight end. Yeah, yeah, not That's the right. third, the no, second. He was the second, and then tight end. fullback. Mm-hmm. That was crazy. So they're yeah they're so when I talk when I talk about the creativity, if we come up against someone with that kind of creativity. I'm not sure how Quinn would handle that. Someone well, with the Josh kind of McDaniels this week. Is he that good? Well, well, not only is he that good, does he have the talent right. to make you to, okay. to make you feel them? So they'll yeah. they'll face Kansas City. Mm-hmm. So they've been pretty good offensively. Uh, Vegas and New Orleans. And I'm not worried about 
how good they are offensively, how creative they are right. offensively. That's what I'm looking at. And then they have Arizona and it, it, game and 15. It, it has a lot to do with their uh, the experience at the quarterback position right. too, of course. what they can do. And so, and that's that's where that's why I'm not worried about that's where New England's handcuffed. Right. Yeah, with this with with Mac Jones right. this week, and then uh, coming but back, but it's, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. We're going to come up against an offense that's going to make us look as goofy as we've been making other defenses look. And I'd like to see how we handle that situation. This game here, a road game situation that you cannot predict. It's going to be tough to predict right. how we react. Uh, especially going up against the Belichick uh, style of, of a team. And Not I just bet he's got some ideas. I bet well. he's got some ideas on offense plenty. too, he's right? Got plenty. To help out. He's got plenty. the offense. He's Tom Landry. He could do offense, defense, special teams. He knows all about every facet of the game. You just don't catch those guys around like that anymore. You want know, to tell you real quick my Belichick story? The first time I ever talked to him when I didn't know I probably wasn't supposed to talk to him. How I think it was, was it? 86. Okay. Oh, it was with the Giants. Time. Yeah. With the Giants. Yeah. He's a young and, pup. Well, both uh, of y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're probably about the same <laughs> right. age, right? Uh, and I was in the locker room, yeah. which was an interesting day because the first time I was around the New York media. And so they had their this little is in Dallas in in New York. Oh, okay. Uh, and they had their little session with Parcells, right? So he sits on this big, kind of one of those long tables, right? And he's at the head, of course, right? And and these guys, they're they're all like asking the same question, right? And somebody asked a question, and Parcells like. Now, why would you ask something like that, right? Just intimidates the hell out of the guy, right? And I'm sitting there going, oh, well, this is good, right? So I didn't know better. I went into the locker room uh, when we were allowed to be in there, and everybody was looking for um, uh, Taylor, right? And he, and he comes in late, like, you know, the king, and everybody's around Lawrence. And so I was just standing there, and Bel- Belichick comes walking by, and I asked him something about the defense and how well they were playing. Because I think, the, the, if, if I remember right, it was the game that both teams were tied for first, 6-2, six 6-2, and two, six and two, right? And you mm-hmm. go up to New York, yeah. and then Danny got hurt. That's right. And so I started asking him questions, and I didn't know that no one talked to him. And, and he, he answered my question, right? I got two questions in. And Parcells is kind of looking at me, and, and he goes, uh, you're not from around here, are you? <laughs> no, sir. I said, uh, you know, I told him where I was from, and I'm here doing stories. And he goes, well, who are you waiting for now? And I said, I said. Shouldn't you be leaving now? I said, Phil Sims. And he goes, oh, so you think Sims is a pretty good quarterback, huh? You might be smarter than these other guys around here. Just, and he said it loud enough Dude, so his, the best. his reporters, sorry, man. His reporters he can hear best. that, right? He is the best. He is the best. He is the best. I'm sorry. And I, after that day, it's like, I like this guy. He is the best, man. And that's what I like about him because he's he's thick skinned. Yeah, uh-huh. you know, you can, as a player, you can come up and he wouldn't admonish you for being comfortable around him. Right. And back in the day, that was a, a weird thing. And so I love, like I said, I love being around. He's sitting in the in the steam room with us and try to lose weight. I told you about that one. And and you know, uh, and I'll he try to purge that from my memory. <laughs> yeah, right. That must 
That must have looked If good. I can't, you can't. So you must. You, you're with me now. You know, and that was their breakout year, right? Because he yeah. was under fire because he hadn't really done much. I guess 85 was not a bad season. We had, I think in 86 is when we had the, uh, or maybe it was 87, we had the, the uh, silver anniversary. Right, uh, Cowboy team. I made that team, and I remember standing on the podium. I was still in my uniform. And I heard from the players as I went up there in 90, they said when Parcells saw us doing that, it was at halftime. We were winning the game. The Cowboys were winning the game. At halftime, we're holding this. He goes, look at this, guys. They're having homecoming on us. <laughs> <laughs> And they said, let's go out here and kick ass. So they, come out and they came out and kicked our asses. We didn't do anything in the second half. They're celebrating homecoming on this guy. Look at this. I'm like, oh, man, that was a mistake. Oh, that's great. Oh, I love it. Oh, and we're out of time. Yeah. That shot clock has got us again. Oh, wow, it got us. Uh-huh. Yes. All right. Well, we'll have more stories from the glorious past tomorrow on another edition of Mix. Go Cowboys. See ya. <laughs> this has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!